Hey guys, this is Jesus, and I'd like the following Patreon listeners. Lucas and Taurus, Azeron, Ethan Ferguson, Luke Trim, The Redacted Files Podcast Network, Matt Lowry, Duck Moo, Nate T, Jamie Denholm, and Daniel Allardyce. Thanks for helping us make a list and check it twice. Torchlight, as you're heading over, you do hear... Uh, you do hear Brian. Brian is a, a small Asian boy, uh, probably like uh, six or seven years old, uh, playing with a toy. And you hear him silently, uh, you, can, you hear him slowly sing. He knows when you are sleeping. He knows when you are awake. And then, further off, you hear, you hear Cindy, another, another child, a small girl this time, in perfect sync with Brian. He knows when you are bad or good for so be good for goodness sake. Welcome ladies and gentlemen to the Fanable Actual Play Podcast, where we return to the world of rotted capes. That was I don't know why I started singing the Indi- uh, Indiana Jones theme song, but that's do, fine. Do, 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 do. What's the uh, Superman? Oh wait, no, we'll get. Uh, yeah, trust yeah, me, do, we know. There we go. I know that because it's my son's favorite song. Yeah. Oh really? Oh, he likes Superman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, yeah. Yeah. He loves Superman too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to Inside Jokes with Long-Term Friends who haven't seen each other in a while here at Fanable.com. Oh, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> All right, so, like I said, we're returning to the world of rotted capes, superheroes, zombies, and everything in between, which is just more superheroes and zombies. <laughs> no, it's a lot of, it's a lot of <laughs> barren wasteland in which we hope there's a goddamn shopping mall that hasn't been raided yet. <laughs> so it has been about a week since the rescue of our favorite uh, murderous, psychopathic, religious figure, Shepard. And a lot, a surprising lot has happened. The first major thing is the loss of Heavy Metal. No one knows exactly what happened that night, but Heavy Metal simply stood up and started walking out of Haven. Anyone who tried to stop him simply heard, Don't ignore me. When he finally walked out and just Turned into his bike form and revved off. Well, I was about to say, like, really, we can't follow his giant <laughs> <Yeah>. footsteps. <laughs> and as you guys were preparing to maybe follow him, the second thing happened. When you all noticed that the massive quilt around the entire facility started crumbling, or falling to the floor. <gasps> you went to quickly check on Tapestry and saw her having a heart attack. During the crisis, your friend Sentry went in. And connected with her power. It went in deep. You don't know if whether it was because of the heart attack or what, whatever reason. He has been somewhat, not comatose, but in a sort of trance. But he has been keeping the, the, the quilt around the entire warehouse up. As uh, Doctor Who has been trying to... Well, her uh, tapestry's life is, tapestry is stable, but still critical. And it has been a week since that event. And we start in a mall. A mall during, as far as you can tell, Christmas time, Torchlight. Around you, you hear the, the sound of Christmas music, but over almost, almost, uh, staticky speakers. And looking around, you're in a, like a large center area of this, of this mall. 
And in this large scenario, there's this someone, the, the small has created this very large uh, one-story Santa house. Large open space. Which is weird enough, what is weirder as you look around is the numerous dead bodies. Men, women, a lot of children. All of them bloody. As you look ahead, you see what somebody looks like an, a thin, tall, you assume a man. His back is to you, but in a raggedy, dirty red Santa costume with the hat in the back. And he's there and he's holding something and you hear the sound of chewing. And as you get closer, it's the Santa turn, snaps his head. And you see in his, uh, in his hands the body of a child, a bloody child, throat ripped out. And it looks at you. And you feel hands press against your hands press against your cheeks and twist your head in, in another direction. And you see a larger man, a white beard uh, with a red overalls, a white shirt, look at you and, and scream at you. He's coming. You have to stop him before he reaches you. He can find you through them. And then you wake up, sweating in your bed. <sighs> Torchlight immediately reaches over to the left side of his bed, but finds it empty. And he winces, kind of just like reminding himself that he no longer has a companion here. He rolls out of bed, rubbing at his face, and then reaches for the glass of water on his nightstand, only to bypass the water and immediately grab the bottle of beer. And he brings it to his lips and takes a, a very healthy amount of uh, a, a very healthy swig. Jesus. Okay, that's that's a new one. Okay, that's a new one. And he stands up and does a couple few stretches. The camera would probably focus on the light scarring of his back that shows that he was at one point whipped. Uh, there seems to be one whip that seems extra d dastardly that <laughs> spread across his shoulder down to his mid back. It feels that last one was, for some odd reason, you felt was for Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Jesus made sure to remember that one. He's like, I'm going to mark my spot next time I you carry me. <laughs> and he immediately goes over, grabs like, just, it, what's the weather right now? What, what's the time of year, Jesus? It is the middle of summer. So he grabs just like an, uh, an, he just grabs a wife beater, slips it on, and then he just opens up his little locker door because they are still at the uh, Haven, which used to be the, uh, I think, store and save. And he walks out uh, squinting either at the, the bright light of the overhead lantern or the light of the sun, if it depends on if it's morning or night. Oh, it's uh, afternoon. Oh, okay. Well, that, that definitely sounds like him. And uh, honestly, he's heading off towards, uh, do you remember our mayor's name? Loose uh, mm -hmm. Wanda. Uh, he's heading over towards the uh, where Wanda's office would be located. Okay. And as you're heading off there, uh, there are two other characters that are also in Haven. Uh, what is either Shepard or Heidi doing? Um, well, uh, it's midday and I'm not a degenerate, so I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> Shepard is currently awake and is pummeling a weight bag in the gymnasium that is uh that is open technically to all mem to all citizens but is at this time uh occupied by members of uh both the um 
was it the humans for humanity uh, earth for humanity earth for EFH. humanity e yeah. efh uh, efh yep. yep the efh and also shepherds not personal guard but the people that he has the elite guard that he has been training and against the better uh, against the idea of of uh of pseudo idolatry which is like shepherd's just a man do not just do what i say but like i'm not special people still gather to watch him train if surreptitiously and they try to pretend like they're there for other reasons and it's just a 360 shot of younger shaven headed uh people of all genders and uh and and ethnicities as the the sound of grunting and pummeling of a sandbag uh, echoes throughout this like dirt pit and then it slowly uh, um, zooms into the back of the bag that is being pummeled and then swinging around shows a, a man well into his 50s early 60s um, uh, Caucasian stocky build with a crew cut uh just absolutely beating the living hell out of this bag fun fact uh uh Vin Diesel is the age now of Shepard <laughs> in his 50s if anyone's wondering like oh, I don't think that a man in his 50s could really fuck you fight Vin Diesel <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're, you're how you start this whole thing off is you're inspiring a bunch of people to watch you work out and literally, it cuts to Torchlight stumbling through, like, the mud streets. And someone's like, fuck you, Torchlight. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> it's a very Cobra Kai, Billy Zane sort of thing. Like, Tor- Torchlight, it just cuts to Torchlight peeing in an alleyway against a, like, mm-hmm. building. That's a church, you know. Yeah, well, children ain't the future. Bah humbug. <laughs> and then, like, the Muppets pop up and they start singing their song. Lights mud fire. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, sorry, you looked like a lawyer who works for the enemy. <laughs> That's a deep cut, y'all. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Heidi can follow up on that. <laughs> <laughs> Be weirdly drunk and violent. <laughs> she she wakes up, nods towards her bed companion, the Roomba, and <laughs> we don't speak of this. <laughs> No, uh, so Heidi also is not a degenerate, so uh, actually does not need rest, really. She just needs to be out in the sun. Uh, so she is, yeah, she's outside. Her her metal feet are muffled on the, the dirt outside, and she is just walking around observing what's going on. She's not offering to help. You know, if she sees people hard at work or anything like that, that's not what she's here for. Now, question, are you outside of Haven walking oh, around no. or inside? I'm inside. Okay. Okay. All right. Just wanted to be sure. Uh, so uh, we cut then to uh, Torchlight heading to going, opening the door to see Wanda. Yeah. Zipping up, walking out of the alleyway and going <laughs> going up the <laughs> stairs to Wanda's place. Okay. Yeah. And the door's open and you see Wanda there uh, basically just checking some notes. Hey, Wanda, you told me to, uh, you know, come you know, get some sleep. I was able to get two hours and now I have fresh ideas for this hellscape that we are currently in without tapestry. After two hours. Great. Okay. So hit me with the first one. You're not going to like it, but you're not going to like any of my ideas. Uh, Okay. You know, first off, I know you told me to go back to tapestry and explain why we would want 
to clone her and use her to, uh, you know, keep this whole party going. But I think I finally got to the source of why she doesn't want it. Uh, it's creepy. Uh, secondly, uh, you know, she, she brought it up. We would be creating a pretty much a slave. We would be creating a slave her. And what if Tapestry didn't want to stay here? Surprise, surprise. A fresh clone, 20-year-old body probably doesn't want to sit in her room quilting all day. With a grudge against the creators. Exactly. So that's not going to happen. And I guess we can hope that Sentry could take over her strain, but I don't even know how he's doing what he's doing now. He hasn't eaten. He hasn't slept. We got him hooked up to an IV, but I don't know if that's helping or hurting him. The last thing we could do, and I really want to push this option, is we could abandon a haven. This was a good place for a while, but we could, it would be a hell of a trek, especially with Heckler's gang getting closer, but Nightbane, there's plenty of cells there. The two issues with that is, number one, this has been a safe place for a while. People are going to be stubborn about leaving. Number two... Nightbane is a big open spot that everyone knows the location of. It's a big open spot with big, big, big walls and some security features that we could probably get working again. And it has a source of vitamin, vitamin C and D and B and all those wonderful things we get from vegetables from there. The free food is nice. It's listen, I, I, you don't, I don't want to leave our home either. I like it here. I I mean, you know, it's hard to give up having a locker to yourself this whole time. But with without tapestry camouflaging this place, which is more than just putting a camo net, as you suggested, this place is just a giant circus tent. People are going to be able to see through it. Like, it is hard to do what she did. Like, looking outside, it was always hard to see where the sky and ground and everything was because she was constantly shifting through. It, it was a thing of beauty. But you and I know Sentry's not going to be able to do that. Especially, even if he was, we're losing Sentry, which is another hero. And yes, we got Heidi, sort of, very creepy. Uh, but we just lost Goldshot. We cannot lose another one. Then we're going to have to rely further on Earth for Humanity, and we know we're not close enough to disband them yet, no matter how many times uh, Weston says he's working on it. Just think it over. Fine, I'll think. And as she's talking, you notice something. Well, two things. Number one, you notice that there seems to be a fog coming out of her mouth. And the second thing you notice is it's gotten suddenly very cold. The hell? Says Wanda. I look around. Do you mean like fog spewing out of her mouth or can I just see her cold breath? You can see her cold breath. Okay. I think there's a fair <laughs> assessment of she's dying and <laughs> it's cold. Okay. Yeah. So you see, you can see her cold breath. And although, uh, although Sentry is doing a good job of, of mimicking tapestry's power, it's not perfect. And every once in a while you can see out of the little gaps in the tapestry and through a window, you see the first flakes of snow. Uh, a pickup, it's like a 2015 calendar. It's a <laughs> fireman calendar. And even yes. though it's like wrong uh, yep. because it's not perfect and they're oh, reused. It's perfect. Okay. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, yep. I look at the month 
Well, you, you have to shift it because it's been stuck on February uh, February for like the entire thing. Wanda has not changed it. She's also, a big fan of February. Also, with the fireman calendar, every month is hot. <laughs> but you switch it over to the actual month. Uh, I'm going to say August. Yeah, this is too early. We're in Kansas, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what's, what shit is this? And I'm going to be yeah. uh, heading on out, moving down towards... Uh, you know, I'm I'm moving on. I'm trying to find Andy, which is our uh, uh, our, our local tech head, and I'm tr- I'm heading on over to her where his little mini he has like a, like a mini radio area where he has CB radios, and he and he's kind of our weatherman, but his weatherman abilities are basically looking at like some some of those tool sets you get from like you know make your own barometer like we got them from like the 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 toy shops that no one shopped at and the kids would really get angry at when their parents bought them stuff from there uh, and i'm like hey andy and i i knock on his door andy yeah 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 yeah. i'm coming i'm coming out coming out and you see andy uh andy uh walks out uh as i rec- i think i believe he was a like a t- uh shortish caucasian dude lanky he is a nerd lanky, a nerd nerdy uh nerdy caucasian dude he's like yeah yeah and he's in a he's in a shirt uh, shirt and shorts he's like is it get cold all of a sudden yeah yeah what's up with the weather you according to your uh last subset it's gonna be it was gonna be 70s 80s degrees it's for- supposed to be and he looks at his equipment he's like it's a, okay it is 50 Nope, 40. My bad. Okay, this is dropping uh, too Heading quickly. down to 30. Okay. It is getting colder. Oh, that's nice. Okay, tell, you know, just get everybody inside. Make sure that, that we get some fires started and yeah. break out your winter clothing. And he's going to be heading off either to find Heidi on his way or, but he is really heading off to uh, run into Shepard, which he knows would be at the gym. Okay. Hey, uh, Zeus, the, um, I am very disappointed in you that you did not consult me on weird weather. <laughs> I wanted to keep it a surprise. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shaking my head at you. Continue. Oh, uh, does your character have weather powers? <laughs> <laughs> Don't think I didn't consider that for a character. <laughs> yeah, the first person you do pass by is Heidi. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, um, um, Homer, Hemi, Herbert, 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 Heidi, 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 Heidi. And I, I reach out and I grab her shoulder and I'm leading her towards the gym and I say, do you have any like sensors for like, weather patterns because right now i'm sure you're detecting that there is a a bit of a freeze in the air and i'm trying to figure out what the hell's going on because this is way too fast the for you know anything natural is that so yes so back to my original question do you have any sensors that to detect weather uh no i do not Oh, great. This has been a really good talk. Uh, uh thank you herbert and i'm going to continue <laughs> heading off towards uh what's his name shepherd at least, at least I'm not the only one whose name you can't remember. Fair. <laughs> sure. And you find him in a gym. Uh, because you're basically been training and just basically, uh, you're basically super hot, so you haven't noticed the cold weather yet, uh, Shepard. Hey, Shepard. 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 Boom. 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 And uh, the <clears throat> the chain that holds the, the sandbag up rattles and snaps, and the sandbag lands a couple of feet away. Very Captain America um, but more if the sandbag owed him money. And some people stop like flipping old tires and all of that weird like DIY CrossFit shit. And he looks over. <sighs> what is it, Springboard? Uh, he kind of squints at the name for a second <laughs> before just shaking his head. And then he points up towards the sky as if that answers anything. And then he says, weather's changing real quickly, weird quickly. Come on. And he's heading over. 
uh, towards uh, kind of the water tower to climb up it because he wants to get a look at this weather pattern. Uh, the water tower usually is the only thing that pokes through slightly um, above the uh, quilt. It's actually where the quilt is kind of connected to. So it's our best bet to see like the actual clouds. Um, and if David is following me, if Shepard's oh, yeah. following me, uh, again, they just kind of brush past uh, Heidi. Uh, as she's like trying to follow, for some reason, I'm really picturing a 3PO kind of walk. I kind of was too. Yeah, just like, oh, oh. <laughs> you spin around and follow. She this. has like a greater range of movement in her arms, obviously. But yeah, that's definitely how I was picturing her walk. Shepard reaches out and, and uh, grabs Heidi by the arm and pulls her. Come on, there might be lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Goldenrod. Ac- according to my database, lightning with snow is a very uncommon experience. You have a database? <laughs> that sounds like, that sounds sinful. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, crawling crawling up to follow torchlight and beckoning uh and beckoning uh Heidi on Shepard uh, crosses over the precipice onto the rooftop and says, "If there's a flood, then I got an I told you so coming to you." <laughs> We get to the ladder and we just immediately start climbing. Occasionally, Torchlight is stopping to tell soldiers to tie, you know, try to you know, give them to take charge. First, get your own gear on and then make sure everybody else is getting somewhere safe and getting, you know. And, and the fact of the matter is a lot of people don't keep their – since we live in lockers, like these little storage lockers, there's not a lot of room in them. So a lot of people store their like winter clothes in a separate place. And they kind of exchange them out. So a lot of people are rushing off to that locker in order to get their, uh, you know, their sweaters out, their blankets out, their 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 parkas out. Uh, so it's a little bit of a madhouse, but we're we're making pretty good time to the ladder. And when we get there, torchlight is running, you know, climbing up it as quickly as possible. Is the temperature continuing to drop, Jesus? You said it was forty going towards thirty, so it's pretty quickly dropping further. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. And as you get to the roof and look up, you do see uh, cloudy skies and uh, gentle snow coming down. Okay. I'm bringing the, uh, I pull out my binoculars and I'm just kind of looking around to see if there's anything, I don't know, death rays, uh, you know, abominable snowman, flying spaghetti monster. Okay, that's 2d5, that's 2d10, and then my... uh, Insight? Is it insight? Yes. The insight. It'd be insight. Yep. Great. Okay. Uh, critical success. Nice. Critical success. Yep. Two tens and a one on my. So that is a 21 <laughs> uh, plus my perception is five. So 26. Jesus Christ. Critical success. Okay. So first thing you notice right off the bat is farther off in the distance, you do see a Jeep incoming. Uh. But you rec- because you rolled an at Kirkwood, it's a Jeep you recognize. Andrew Weston's Jeep from the her, the EFH uh, place. Is it just the his EFH? Jeep? Of, Does he have a, an entourage with him? Other Jeeps? And an entourage as well. Yeah, it'd be his Jeep and as well as uh, two or three bikes and another Jeep. As you look around, you look at, you realize that you're on the outer edges of what looks like some sort of ice storm or ice, ice storm. But as you look at the outer edges, it's perfectly circular. Like, you're on a curve of it. And it seems... Like, if this was a circle, you're guessing the center of it would be the city. Aaron City? Aaron City. Now, I'm not a meteorologist. But... What? Yeah, you're not usually... You're not actually a priest either, but you still fucking preach. Uh, 
Yeah, no, this is this is a weird one. Heidi, uh, Siri, <laughs> theories. Heidi. Heidi, do you got any theories on what the hell's going I mean, do you have anything in your database about any naturally occurring circles? I say as I look down towards the snow that's like <laughs> forming a perfect circle. It looks kind of like, and I look towards the clouds, kind of like a spiral, like a hurricane, a snow hurricane. Is that a thing? You just described a blizzard. Again, <laughs> not a meteorologist. <laughs> I don't think I'd actually have anything that would help me. Any skills technically with this? However, do you have do you have academics? Um, I don't, but oh, I do, I, but it's theology. <laughs> <laughs> I do have the jack of all trades talent, which means I get a plus yes. one bonus to all untrained skill rolls. All right, that counts. Okay, so I need my two d ten. This be logic. Yep, it would be logic. Okay. Look at us. We're getting this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Just took us That's, 10 that years. That is 15, 20, 21. Nice. First off, obviously, you know of no natural way this could be happening. Correct. This obviously is some either A, some sort of tech device, or B, a superpowered being. Um, Actually, Jesus, so I have super senses, including technological detection. Um. Within my my range and my telescopic range is up to four areas. Again, whatever area means. So I should know whether <laughs> it is. No, literally areas were never defined. No, uh, yeah, no, sure. I that's just, I, I literally yeah, that's was fair. reading the book earlier tonight and I burst out laughing to no one like a psychopath. Yeah. Remembering that areas mean whatever the editor wants. Right, yep. right. Nothing close technologically is causing this, at least that you can detect. It might be in the city, but around the area you're in, no. While it is certainly possible that there is a technological explanation for this, it is not in a range that I can detect. The other option, of course, is that it could be superpowers. Oh, that's just fun. Hey, do you think this one's going to be friendly? Maybe it's like a friendly hero. Then this is just their way of saying he's back to cool us down. I don't know. And I'm heading- Well, if that. Well, if that's the case, and Shepard rolls his shoulders to crack joints that shouldn't be there, but he's an old man, and uh, starts pulling pulling up his sleeve, pulling down his sleeves over his arms. Well, if that's the case, then we should be ready just in case they need to get their asses kicked back to the Isle of Misfit Toys. Oh, right. Nothing says more badass than, you know, teaming up with a... Uh... A woman who had a heart attack and a guy who just got out of, you know, was it a stroke? I say as I, like, start lowering myself down on the ladder. It tried. That's <laughs> the point. It tried. Weston might have more information. And I am doing that cool man action slide um, all the way down until we get to the bottom. Torchlight, as you're heading over, you do hear uh, you do hear Brian. Brian is a, a small Asian boy, uh, probably like uh, six or seven years old, uh, playing with a toy. And you hear him silently. You can, you hear him slowly sing. He knows when you are sleeping. He knows when you are awake. And then, further off, you hear you hear Cindy, another another child, a small girl this time, in perfect sync with Brian. He knows when you are bad or good for so be good for goodness sake. So, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, there is that moment where, like, all the sound around them, other than those, like, creepy children voices, start playing. And it's kind of slow motion. 
as he's watching them. And you can see the gears slowly turning and Torchlight's his head. And then somebody accidentally jumbles his shoulder and he shakes his head and he keeps on walking. But there's, but he does turn back and he looks over his shoulder towards the children. Uh, but he still has a mission. But yeah, yeah. I, he he's not ready to say like the children know, but <laughs> yep. but I, I see where you're going with this. Yeah, okay, okay. And you eventually reach Wanda's house. Wanda's house. Uh, uh, Wanda's the gate. office. Uh, we're heading yeah. off towards the front gate to meet yeah. Weston. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. You're heading off to the front gate to meet Weston. Uh, and as actually you reach there, Weston also arrives. He comes out also with Hyder, uh, with uh, his crew as well as Hyder Burtok. Did I meet these? I can't remember. Did I meet Weston I last time? No, I don't think you've met Weston. Okay, yet. no, because we met you yep. at uh, Amazonia, and Weston okay. has not been told where Amazonia is. At. Okay, and and I'm gonna say uh, Weston hasn't met you yet, although he would have been informed about you by his people. Sure, sure. Okay, uh, you uh, he starts walking forward, uh, looks at you, Heidi. Hello, Heidi. This is Weston. Weston. This is Heidi. Uh, she's a new addition to our team. I am the hyperlink encrypted iteration of a distributed interface. Um, I think he's trying to tell us he knows. Nice to see you again. What's his name? Andrew? Andrew Wesson. Yep. Nice to see you again, Andrew. Shepard. I point. Torchlight. I, I nod my head. Me and Andrew mm-hmm. are actually, you know, cordial. So there's, there's yeah, no yeah. anger. So yeah. I'm, I'm kind of snapping, snap pointing behind him and pointing towards the city. So what's going on there? Isn't that your kind of area of operation? What's with the snow drift? Uh, well, in the center of the city, near my little enclave, there is a massive stor- s- snowstorm happening. I've sent a few people to try to investigate. They haven't returned. What about Beastial? He's get- he- has he sensed anything yet? He sensed nothing, and I'm keeping him inside my enclave to make sure nothing happens to, th- to it. But I need people to help investigate it, and this seems superhero. This seems like superhero business. <sighs> It's not a great time for us. Give me an insight roll. Anyone who wants to. I will. When he says that. I will. Insight. Mm-hmm. Got as many different types of nut in my bag. Yep. Same. My flaws literally born yesterday. I don't think I would mm-hmm. understand. Oh, sorry. It'd be in, in, uh, yeah, insight and... Uh, empathy. Empath- empathy. You're right. Sorry. Oh, oh my God. Further away from my <laughs> I got 22... 23. Jesus. All right. Uh, first thing you notice is uh, Andrew Weston's being cordial, but of course, Hyder Burtok, being Hyder Burtok, is looking at Heidi as a new possible threat and thinking of ways to possibly destroy her if anything happens. Now, that's the dude who looks like uh, the guy who was who is the voice of Goliath, that actor. Um, like he's this tough, like African American dude. Yeah, very a short but very tough looking African American dude. Yeah, because I uh, again, a Vin Diesel reference is the dude yeah. who um plays the Imam from Chronicles of Riddick. And oh yeah, yeah, I can see that. Did like, you just yeah. get done watching a Vin Diesel like marathon? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> okay. We you all know, have I'll, to have I'll, our hobbies in quarantine. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I will definitely. stop. When it stops being applicable to this weird game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, he sort of looks like that. You're getting the you're getting the sense that Andrew's hiding something. Something about with the twenty two. Something about bestial. Come on, let's go inside. He says. All right. Um, okay. Well, gentlemen, uh, if you and I point towards. Uh, their EO, EOF uh, people and say EFH, EFH yeah EFH yep. people and say like help distribute some of the blankets around here 
Yep. They stop and they look at Andrew, do what he says. Thank you. And yeah, I'm, I'm heading off towards Wanda's place. Yep. And you're going up with Andrew Wesson. No guards this time. They mostly trust you. And I'm, are you guys following? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, to the plot? Hell yeah. Yes, please. No, I think you guys should help out with the blankets. Uh, mm-hmm. roll, roll dexterity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually looking for a brisket quest. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We're heading up to uh, Wanda's place. Uh, you go to see Wanda. And Andrew explains the situation to Wanda. And Andrew looks like, all right, so uh, do you think you three can reach them in the next hour or so? Prepare yourselves. I mean, heading off into the city during what looks to be a close to a blizzard. We don't really get blizzards of this magnitude. It's been a while since it's going to slow us down a lot. Good news is it might slow down the Z's as well. They're still undead flesh. They might freeze up and not be so mobile. Even the super Z's might have trouble. It's possible, but I... And also, can I bring up the fact that the fire guy is having a little cold feet? Oh, God. You know what? Shepherd. You're a sigh from Andrew and Wanda. Yeah, bringing the team <laughs> together. That's what I do. All I'm saying is I don't think this is a smart idea. This... Did you have no idea what this could possibly be? Did you get any readings, any warning signs before it happened? It just suddenly started appearing, and there is something weird happening in our enclave. What so? The kids are singing. What are they singing? He knows when you are sleeping. Oh, no, he no, knows no. when you are awake. Great song. Which is, seems like some weird super crap. No, no. Well, maybe, because our kids are doing it too. I saw a couple of them doing it. And he kind of wrinkles his face and rubs at it. And I had a dream last night. You had a dream. I had, okay, listen. I always have dreams about super Zs of a variety of things. I fought plenty of heroes and villains. I dream about them every night coming back and eating my ass. Yes, I know, phrasing. So moving on. (laughs) All I'm saying is... (laughs) I dreamed that there was <laughs> I dreamed that there was a zombified Santa Claus and then I was spun around in a panicked face of an actual Santa Claus told me he was coming and to prepare and to stop him before he gets here and that he could see us through them. So first off, are you saying Santa's real and he's a zombie? No, I'm not saying Santa. And what do you, and what do you mean following it through them? The children? I mean, okay, let's pretend for a second Santa's real, okay? We're going to throw that out there and just say for for one minute. Shepard nods as if you said, let's pretend that the Ford 76 Ford (laughs) is a good car. He's like, yeah, okay. For one minute. Santa is supposed to know about kids being good or bad. So say if Santa or whatever the hell is Santa or pretending to be Santa or has Santa-like powers, whatever the hell that is. If it is him, couldn't he, you know, tell if a kid's bad or good or sense the kids so he knows where kids are at? I mean, I I don't know. Maybe the reindeers could sense it. Is there any red lights out in the fucking uh, sky? As far as I know, there haven't been any attacks yet. But then again, if this is, and he pauses, an evil Santa, it may be only a matter of time. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Heidi, Heidi. You, you, 
your databases. Do you have anything from pre from the pre Z day? I do have limited access, but in order to have complete access to my databanks, I would need to return. That's fine. That's fine. What do you have right now? Give me a local knowledge roll. Is there anything Hi. involving a super that dressed like Santa or has like snow powers? Would this be logic again, Jesus? Uh, yes, I'll allow. Yeah, logic. Uh, Shepard uh, takes out a like whatever we use as like food credits, like a slip of paper, and ha- and puts it in front of Torchlight and says, "Uh, one can of beans says it's a psychic resonance, psychic something something psychic." And he hesitates for a second, then he slips in uh, a tuna can. And he says, uh, a can of cat food, which is, you know, pretty much tuna fish, and says, I say metahuman. Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do we got? I-, I rolled a 12. Nothing in the databanks that you're aware of. I do not yeah. have any answers in my current databanks. I mean, there's a couple of ice mutants out there that could do this, a couple of weather people, but nothing that screams Santa. I mean, unless I can roll an old local knowledge. Uh, you can as well, if you wish. Yes. Uh, and this is logic. Uh no, God, this is a really. I just rolled uh, uh, twelve, pretty much as well. No idea. Sorry, I mean honestly, I was in the West Coast before I moved over to Errant City, and that was only a couple months before everything. So I have no idea. There's a couple of ice mutants out there, a couple of weather mutants, but nobody that screams Santa. Local knowledge is one of those things we start with, correct? Yes. Like we start with yeah. the two? Yeah. Well, I think it would be in your skills. Uh, yeah. I don't think I wrote down... You would have it at one, then. Yeah, yeah. you would probably have it at one. I don't think I wrote down all of the basic abilities, mm-hmm. so I'll give it a shot. Yeah, give it a shot. Yeah, what's the worst that could happen? All right, I got a nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 You have no idea. Oh my god, it is Santa. <laughs> I mean, that sucks. I mean, if the guy who literally probably spent his heyday f- leading a literal war on Christmas, you would think that anybody <laughs> mimicking Santa would be on, like, on your death chart. Yep. <laughs> okay. I killed the other guy. <laughs> okay. I mean, his 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 uh, his cover was insidious. What he would do is every Christmas, he would dress up like Santa and go to the mall. But here's the thing. <laughs> He could multiply, so he was all over the city during Christmas. You never knew which one was the right one. I think you killed a lot of innocent people who were desperate for college money. <laughs> I think I think I saved a lot of the city. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so college money. <laughs> okay, I have no idea. There, this might. I'm going to say it's a metahuman. For now, first off, Wanda and I push over our two. Uh, meal tickets and I let her keep them for safekeeping. Mm-hmm. Yes, safekeeping. We'll check it out, but you can't expect us to just go, the three of us. You need to send some of your men with us. <sighs> Fine. Uh, I'll look, uh, we, I can send maybe four. Yeah, okay. Send us four of your guys. If We'll find if this is like a hurricane. There's always a high, an eye of a hurricane. It spirals outward. So I guess it's most logical meaning the power is emanating from the center. So all we have to do is try to find the center of the storm. All right, perfect. Good luck. 
And uh, before I leave, I, I look towards Weston and say, uh, find the kid, uh, Andy. Uh, he has a stupid tech name that we're not using yet, so don't fall for it. Uh, make sure mm. he keeps constant communication with your base, since your base is much closer to this catastrophe. Understood. Okay. All right. And uh, we're going to have to borrow your Jeep. <sighs> Fine. Yes. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we're going to head on out. And uh, it's going to be murder truck first. Uh, Jeep second, and behind them will be uh, uh, Torchlight on the ATV. I don't know where anybody else is driving, but that's where uh, Torchlight is, is on ATV. Um, before Shepard leaves, while everybody's leaving, Shepard's going to uh, trail in the back and look at Andrew Weston. And with a knowing pseudo-smile, uh, more of a, a glance of uh, like a squint of his eyes, Say, must be a real small place you got there to keep bestial. Real small. He looks at you. Uh, what do you mean by that, some curious shepherd? Oh, you just make it sound like it's some sublet you found in the... Found in the, you know, center of the city. Just, um... It's just not adding up, Andrew. I don't care what you tell the freaks, but come on, you're keeping something on a leash in there. Don't go telling us you're running some shanty town with only five people. Kids are at stake here, man. Just tell us what we need to know. Give me a persuasion roll. No, that's an awful idea. That is the worst idea. <laughs> you are talking. Give me a persuasion roll. This is why I shouldn't <laughs> do that. Okay. okay. <laughs> no shit. What? 14? And he trusts you, Shepard. I mean, uh, like, so, you know, yeah, like yep. for 2d10 is not bad. Yep. Uh, 2d10 plus you would also roll your charisma uh, oh. dice. Yeah, your charisma dice as well. Yep, and then you would oh. add, and then you would add any skills points uh, for yeah. perception. <laughs> so yep. yeah, so, so you have fourteen charisma as well. Yep, fourteen plus eighteen. Have... Hey, okay, that's much better. That's still not great, but I don't think I started a war. Okay. Yep. Shipper, uh, sorry, Andrew looks at you, and he goes to a side, an empty side room, and. And, mm-hmm. and basically uh, beckons you. Yeah, of course. Closes the door. Forgive me, Father, because I need to confess something. Go ahead. I'm losing control of Bestial. Shit. I can barely keep him inside the Enclave. And I don't know why. Give me a give me a logic roll. I don't think you would have any skill that would help you with this. Maybe psychology if you have that. Mm-hmm. He, has something, he has something Whoop. better than uh, psychology. He has theology. <laughs> God says right. stop touching what yourself. What would Jesus do when mm-hmm. his friend, we'll call him Judas, was mm-hmm. telling him that he has this immense power? <laughs> Oh, that's dope as hell. That is a 24. What? Yeah. What? Okay. You went oh so long ago 
Logic in, is a big thing for me, by the way. That's sure. why. Yeah, you went oh so long ago into Andrew Weston's mind, and you discovered the link between him and Bestial. You learned that it was his rage at what happened to his family that keeps Bestial in check. It is sort of like a magical power. He he has like a gem or something. Yeah, and that, that yeah, yeah, it's it's tied to that. But it's his rage, it's his emotions that give him power over Bestial. Over these last months, he's grown not like, but respect Torchlight and the rest of you. Respect Sentry. He sort of... You're realizing the more he improves as a person, the less control he has over Bestial. By making him less racist, you're creating a greater threat for his enclave. We want to make clear, racist as in does not like non-humans. Exactly. Does not, not like non-human. Exactly. Actually, very cool with skin color. <laughs> Hates mutants. <laughs> Hates mutants. Is there like a term for racist <laughs> against mutants? Xenophobia. I'm sure it's up there somewhere. Nah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Uh, metaf- that's, that's, it, w- it would be called metaphobic. Metaphobic, yes. Love it. I love it. Yeah, so that's what you're realizing as he's talking. What are the options of just letting the thing go? If we just let him go, he might come back and eat my people. Let him go far away? He has the- he's the best tracker on the planet. Okay. We're gonna solve this whole snow thing but after that you're gonna have to come clean with everybody who needs to know about what's going on with bestial and yes andrew you're gonna need to shore up your defenses because you won't have the big dog at a leash Barking at the door anytime someone else comes knocking. It's worse than that. I'm going to have to keep my defenses within and without. Bestial is one of the only reasons I'm still in power. My changes I'm trying to implement have not been taken well. Shepard leans in very close, nearly touching Andrew's face. And his breath becomes visible through the dropping temperature in the room, in the small cell they're in. Then your people haven't met the shepherd. Andrew takes a step back. (laughs) I have a calming effect on people. If you're doing right by people, I'll do right by you. You've done right by us them shepherd catches himself when he says us and then thumbs a motion at like the wall them so if you're worried about keeping people in line there's nothing wrong with me showing up and taking confession there as well anyways I've got a fat man to deal with, according to some freak's dream. 
And Shepard, as you leave, as you open the door to leave, you hear every child in the warehouse. He knows when you are sleeping. He knows when you're awake. You start singing the Michael Bublé version. We're all <laughs> gonna have trouble. <laughs> Uh, as we're loading up, Jesus, uh, Torchlight's going to stop. Uh, is it Heidegger? Heider. Hmm? Heider! Yeah. I need you to round up all the kids here, put them in one location, and keep them safe. No matter what, if this thing's coming for them, it, they're going to be the first found, okay? I'm trusting you on this. Mm, fine, I would have done it anyway. I know you would have, because pr- these kids are exactly what you want to protect, the innocent. Give me a persuasion roll. And this is charisma. I get to bump up my charisma because I am so handsome. Look at Mr. Fancy with actual (laughs) abilities to talk to people. Uh, Oh, oh, yeah. That doesn't make you better than us. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't make you better. I just realized. Oh, Christ. He really is an island alone on this one, isn't he? (laughs) I that's a really good roll. Not quite anything that blows up, but my influence is four, so mm-hmm. I got nineteen twenty-seven. Uh, Thirty-one. Maybe maybe he is better than. Oh I no! I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thirty. Just 30. oh oh well. He looks maybe a little too deeply into your gorgeous eyes, and nods his head and walks into the warehouse. And that's how, kids, how I met your father. (laughs) (laughs) I hop on my ATV. I look towards Heidi as she's heading up. And I'm like, you're in the murder truck. Is that okay? That name sounds very disconcerting. I point towards the truck. Oh. I was correct in my initial analysis. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, we're heading out. Unless anybody else has anything. Yep. Shepard's getting in his suit and then... Driving. I just, for some reason, I thought, when you said suit, it's like, I thought you meant like Santa's suit. I don't know. <laughs> Made from all the Santas you killed. <laughs> Patch, patched together. It really is a nightmare before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yep. And you guys start driving towards the city. It takes about uh, like an hour. A little longer than usual, actually, because of all the snow that's starting to pile up. But as you get closer and closer, this the snowstorm becomes just a bit stronger and you get you begin to realize they none of your did you guys prepare your your trucks for winter i would think that a a jeep is usually ready for winter uh because the tires and i know dave has thrown everything he can at this murder truck and an atv is kind of Pretty That's good fair. as well, as, especially if he's following behind David, and who's mm-hmm. who's the one who has the cow. I can see David lowering the uh, is it the cow catcher, uh, kind uh, of yeah. a, like a yeah, snowplow yeah. like thing. Okay. So we're good. Then everyone who's driving, give me a drive check. And is uh, this drive the, one for the people? And is this uh, quickness? You'll be quickness. Yes. Yeah, they're fine. Uh, Twenty nine. You're good. I have a pretty good drive, honestly. Mm-hmm. I uh, got a 21. It's it's very bumpy. There's a few close calls, but you're able to go through the snow fairly effectively. I'm sorry, Jesus. Can I change something really quickly? Because sure. I forgot. I don't take the ATV anymore. I take a, the Gold Shots uh, motorcycle. Oh. That's uh, what I forgot. Right. That's what she did. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. But yeah, you're even with the motorcycle, you're able to go through because that thing is decked out. So you guys continue driving into the city. Through the numerous roads, 
but even at at some point, it's still hard to travel through these roads because they're full of overturned cards and also snow. So at some point, you guys will have to get out of the vehicles as you're nearing the center. Especially when, because most of the people that were attacked by zombies were in that area. It is also tends to be the most dangerous part of the city because it's where the most people were. Yeah, we, we always have like this, the entire city, we have kind of maps of safe places to park, like old garages that we know like we can open up and we have locked down pretty hard uh, during our mini visits here. So we get as close as possible, but we end up having to park all our cars and our motorcycles uh, in this old, uh, old funeral home uh, in its back alley. Uh, they, we, we cleared their, um, where they kept, used to keep the, um, what's it called? The hearse. We cleared that a while ago and we've locked, uh, we put a lock on the door. So we open it up and we get all our cars in there and we are ready to start taking it by uh, walking, uh, taking it by foot. Okay. And as you're there, uh, slowly walking through the, through the streets. Us and our four soldiers? Yes, us and your four soldiers. I didn't forget them. I am going to leave two of them at the uh, hearse with okay. a radio uh, or at okay. the, uh, the mort- uh, mortician area. Okay. Sweet. We'll uh, sign those off as people who possibly survive. Because <laughs> every time we bring people on, they always <laughs> die. They have to, you have to know that every time we're like, hey, George, Andrews, coughing, Wilcock, you go with them. They're like, oh, come on. Is this because I owe you money? Uh, okay, we need two people to stay with the car. Uh, you, what's your name? Rubius, sir. Uh, <laughs> All right, no, you come with us. And uh, you, <laughs> what's your name? Stevens. <laughs> yeah, you come with us too. <laughs> and Willard, uh, you stay. And <laughs> and just a reminder, uh, I do have broadcast level seven, so I could reach these radios within three thousand feet. Okay, good to know. And as you're there, going through the snow, now it is deep, heavy snowstorm. Which means I need everyone to give me a perception test, but it's going to be at minus five. Okay, I'm getting rid of you. Did you crit? No, but okay. I got way better than I should have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got 19 plus perception is five, so 24. Not bad. Nice. I got 20. Yep. Oh, I'm, I'm, sorry. Even... I'm sorry, uh, minus five, I forgot. So, 19. Nice. Then none of you are surprised as you see shuffling and then running towards you on all fours. Is these four, at first you think are these these four animals. Uh, they seem to be, on all fours, they seem to have these horns. But as they get closer and closer, you see through the snowstorm, it's these four uh, human humans, humanoids, Rushing at you, uh, their hands and their feet. As they get closer, they realize that they're, from, what you, from their exposed hands and legs, they're obviously zombies. They're rotted flesh. But their heads seem to be covered in what looks like the skull of a deer or a reindeer. Oh, God. That's awful. That's awful. That's awful. Okay, and we're going to roll initiative? Everyone rolls initiative. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> okay, four. Oh, I forgot to roll for the two red shirts. I mean, uh, members of your crew. That's Rubio and Stevens. Yeah, yep. They're gonna be, I'm gonna them with respect. I'm gonna treat them as a mob for ease of use. Oh, that's they rolled terribly. 
Uh, let's see. It's a, I imagine, like, we're getting ready for combat. It pans back, and they see the same thing we see. And the, they, like, start pulling out their weapons. It's like, look out, caribou. Caribou, they're clearly reindeer. It's like, well, caribou are reindeer, but they're actually cousins. No, they're not cousins. One exists. Both exist in a northern hemisphere. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why they die. Yep. All right. Uh, one. Wait. Two. Oh, okay. Shepard. Yep. And actually, what did you roll for your perception originally? Uh, I got a uh, 12 and a 9 plus 3, so that is a uh, 21 plus 3, so those are 24 minus 6 five. would be... Minus 5. My minus 5. That's 5, so it would be a 19. That's still pretty high. Yeah. Let, that's why I put my hands up in victory. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you do see the four rushing at you, but from behind, uh, it's hard to see. You do see a a humanoid figure slowly walking towards you. So, I'm sorry, behind us or behind the reindeer? Are we being flanked? You're being flanked. Oh, okay. Yes. I turn around and there's a person walking behind us. It's hard to see through the snow, but you definitely detect somebody. You definitely see someone w- approaching you guys from flanking you guys. I, I glance at the red shirts and say, Watch our six. And then I take out the gun and say, up on the rooftop. <laughs> mm-hmm. And who are you attacking? Uh, one of the reindeers. Okay. Let's see it. Roll it. Roll your attack. Okay. This is where my luck starts to mm-hmm. filter off. <laughs> um, let me find my gunning, which is not bad. Okay. So that is a... 12, 8, uh, 16, 22. That hits. All right. Uh, that is a 8. 8 damage total? Uh, yep. Um, but with a 6 impact, if that ma- matters. So uh, so you rolled two dice, right? Yep. Eight, oh, so uh, eight. I got a 6 and a 2. Okay. 6 and a 2. Okay, yep. so it's 8 plus your impact of what? 6? Six? 6, yeah. Making it a 14 and minus their 2 armor, not enough. Okay. Yep. So so they took six damage for the next person. Yeah. All right. Well, th- I mean, if these people are alive, then they would take stamina. But you said they're ghouls, so no, they, they yeah. wouldn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Great. So Torchlight's going Stop. to... Stop. Someone oh, else goes at two. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, not a problem. Give me a second. Let's see. 2d20. So you just did a Zach, like, say by the bell time. <laughs> did you just say 2d20? 2d10, I apologize. <laughs> what? 2d20, fuck the rules. I'm Remember, this to... is not the game we fuck the rules on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm about to deck your halls. The rules fuck themselves. Hits. Not great. Could have been better. I should have done a devastating attack. Oh, well, too late now. Uh, behind you, from that human, uh, from that person you saw by flanking you guys, uh, Shepard, you you hear a a massive scream that attacks that basically hits one of the the troopers you told to to watch your six, mm. and he's pushed back, but it does not a lot of damage, so you're, he's fine for now. Rubio, <laughs> Rubio takes a hit. Rubio or Stevens, I don't know. Yep, Rubio takes a hit. Yep. All right, cool. And that is two. Three. All right, three. Uh, definitely hearing the scream and the roar behind him, uh, 
Torchlight spins around, holds out his hands, activating his fire, and he's just going to launch a big old fireball right into this thing's face. And I'm going to be using a devastating... I'm going to be using a devastating attack. Okay, go ahead. 2d6. Plus my power, which is a dd10. Ooh, that was really good. Uh, So... That's 16, 21, uh, 28, but minus 6 because this is a devastating attack. So 21. That definitely hits. So yeah, Torchlight slams this guy with a fireball right into the face. So I hit him. So, okay, so I get to do a... What's my... Uh, I got 17. 17 damage? 17 damage. uh, And he's now uh, burning. And he's going to be... Oh, is over his fortitude. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot. So uh, 17 plus 6, so 23. Definitely over his fortitude. That's why you do the devastating attacks. <laughs> yeah. If this is his normal right. zombie, he's dead, but I'm guessing he's not. He is not. All right. All right. And it's 1 plus, so let's see here. So it adds additional. All right. So 23. He has to be 23 damage. What's his vigor? Not great. Okay. So we'll see what happens. Not. He rolled pretty well, but not a 23 well. He takes a wound. And you hear a screech, a loud screech, louder than you feel like it should be, echo out. Great. Uh, he's yep. on fire now, so yep. every demanding action, I get to roll just without my own attack, a uh, mm-hmm. separate attack until he tries putting himself out. Okay. All right. And Do you have a way to track that? Uh, yes, I have I have two separate trackers. Okay, just uh, want to be sure. So we're at three right now, so Dev- this is a six on the clock, so I go at nine, so so does that. Um, and just so you know, my passive for my power uh, is three, uh, no, four. So uh, it, it, he burns for four rounds. Uh, he so burns for four rounds. So how much damage does he take? It, so he takes additional damage every round. Yes. From this uh, okay. And until he puts, he tries putting himself out. Okay. Good to know. All right. So four. He gets, he gets by water or something. Yep. Like that. Uh, so Billy, since he took a wound, I cannot do a team attack. Correct. No, you cannot. Okay. Uh, what I am going to do is I'm going to do uh, I'm going to do a devastating attack on the reindeer since they're still flat flanking us, and mm-hmm. that would be bad. So yes, it would. Pull my character sheet back up. So this is going to be a demanding action, except I'm going to use celerity, so it'll only be complex. Ooh! And, don't forget your burnout. Yep. Don't worry. I'm. T- There's a lot of lot of bookkeeping here. Wait, no, it's only four. Okay. So, these plus my prowess die. Ah, so close to critting. Uh, Two nines. All right, so 18. That's still pretty damn good. 24. And then I add my power rating, too? Uh, No, uh, no, no, no. no, no. This is just a hit, so 24. 24 to hit. Okay, yep. All right, that definitely hits. Uh, 14. Not enough. And, uh, Angela, can I, uh, if if that's the case, can she roll her hero die? Could she add a hero die? You could if you wish. Uh, Uh, what are you going at, Ange, by the way? Four. What what number is this? Uh, Yeah, yeah. you can roll Uh, your, you you can use your hero die. I'm going next. Oh. I've got a, yeah, so I went at one. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. One thing, Angela, you, you, you did a demanding action? Oh, fuck, yeah, it was just minus six. But, okay, no, hold on, hold on. 
The first one, what'd you roll? Like, what was your first two attack? Uh, 20, like 20, 23. 23. So, I thought it was 24. 24. So would a, an 18 have hit these? It would have hit these things, yes. So, Angela, what did you roll for damage? 14? 14 out That's a 6. 20. That definitely does it. Nice. Now, As, if this is just a normal reindeer, this is like a, a dressed up zombie, she doesn't yeah. even roll damage. If you no, hit yeah. with a devastating attack, it kills them. Okay, what did you use to kill him? Shoot him again? My energy blast. Uh, the energy blast goes through its goes through that reindeer face and explodes out the back and it topples to the ground, dead. There we go. There we go. There we <laughs> go. <laughs> Sorry, folks, we're getting we're getting used to this uh, damn. It's a it's bookkeeping, but we're getting. Yep. It. Yep. All right. So now four, uh, five. Sorry, five. Me. I was gonna help, but it turns out that sh- someone comma made it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to shoot at the next reindeer. Actually, I'm not worried entirely about the reindeer as much as I am about. Um, uh, well, okay, so the guy behind us is on fire, correct? Currently, yes. And you've got a. Now that he's on fire, you can get a better look at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he seems to be. Uh, give me a local knowledge roll. Bollocks. All right. He's uh, Doug. Mm-hmm. Doug? I got a 13. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Um, sorry. That's a logic roll, right? Yes. Got a 16. You get a quick glance at this person. First off, weirdest, he's wearing the gaudiest green you've ever seen in your entire life. Uh, also, it doesn't help that he's also wearing a green cap, and he has stapled elf ears on his ears. Okay, so we killed a LARPer. Yeah. You also notice, recognize who this person is. He's one of a set of twins, the Kyles. Part of the Sonic Boom twins. They're they're not actually superheroes of any sort. They're actually a band that use their Sonic powers for an audience. Oh, so this is a Super Z. Yes. Real conflicted. Shepard sees this and is real conflicted about whether or not I should treat him as more or less of a threat because of this information. <laughs> yeah, so basically he's a he's a he's basically uh he and his twin are basically the Justin Beavers of this world. Oh, never mind. <laughs> fuck fuck the reindeer. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill I'm I'm gonna kill uh Yeah. Mm-hmm. This Justin zombie. I'm gonna figure out a good name for him. Um, yeah, <laughs> Justin Pow. Bleeder. Ooh, ah, Bleeder. I like good. it. I, I gotta like bleed. It. Ah, well done. Well done. He dies now. Um, I'm I'm less worried about the reindeer right now. Uh, so Kapow and Kapow. That's not bad. Uh, that is a 17 plus 6, so that is a 23. All right, that definitely hits. All right, uh, how much damage do you do? Now, your quickness die plus your weapon die. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you get to do plus 6 damage to this. Plus so the impact. Jesus. Uh, uh, this assuming I do okay on this mm-hmm. roll. Let's we'll see. See how that goes. Um, so, <laughs> of course, that's a 10. Mm-hmm. Um, plus 6, so that's a 16. Um. Uh, so yeah, it's a sixteen plus six, so it's a twenty-two with impact. To see if it gets over there. Uh, how much is impact? Six. So so the twenty-two total. No, twenty-two total. Sixteen, mm-hmm. just damage. Yep. With impact, it would be a twenty-two. That's oh, okay. It. That's All the right. math. Just okay. 
Good to know. And do you have any weapons, uh, talents that give you a plus two to your uh, damage? Oh, yeah, I do. Uh, oh, just plus two to hit on the holy gun. I forgot ah, about okay. that. Okay. I, just I gotta rewrite switch. this character so it's not a photocopy of a photocopy. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Oh, vigorous crap. Okay, we'll see. So, did he get over his? Uh, did he get over the? Oh, definitely got over his uh, fortitude. So I'm now rolling to see if uh, he gets the wound. Yeah, that's a wound that's happening. What? What he roll? Hmm? Uh, he rolled two, ten, sixteen. Oh wait. So, and David, you rolled a twenty-two with impact. Yes. So that barely gives him a wound because remember he has to get under. I think you only get a wound if it's uh, five over. Yeah, five over. So you barely get the wound, but you got the wound on the guy. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's another wound on the guy. Nice Jesus. job. That is... <laughs> Shepard, no one's more shocked that sh- that <laughs> he's still standing than Shepard. Like, okay. what? So Shepard was five, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, six. Me, again. Okay. Uh, how close are those reindeer at this point? Oh, uh, they're pretty close. Um, I'm going to put up a force field. Okay. Uh, so that is uh, force field level six. In response to an attack, I can erect a force field covering one area, granting all within that area the greater of resolve or power rank in armor. So everyone will have six armor. Everyone, well, what's the range? One, how many areas? Uh, it's around, it covers one area. So basically- yeah, I'm going to assume guys are close enough that it, co- that it counts as one area. Yeah, okay. so, and uh, I am setting it up only on one side. It's between us and the reindeer, because once that force field is up, we also cannot attack outside of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm setting it up so that we don't have to worry about those reindeer for a time. We can focus more on uh, uh, Justin Bleeder over there. Okay. <laughs> Question, that uh, t- that uh, defense, uh, plus six to armor? Yes. Like, what type of armor? Physical? Energy? It just says what? all incoming attacks. All incoming, so... Wait, oh, wait, is this, wait, wait. Is, is this, this plus this, six uh, to armor or avoidance? I- armor. I'm sorry, it, what power is this? Because I might have the same thing. Force field. Yes, it's just plus six. It's amazing. Jesus. And it okay. stacks, oh, it stacks oh. with all other armor. Yes, it does. That the only downside nasty. is it's expensive. It's yeah. very, yeah. it's the Rolls Royce of superpowers. <laughs> yeah, so basically every time you have to waste burnout in order to... Oh, okay, yes, it is it is five. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. nice. All right. But it lasts so. until the end of my next turn, and so I okay. am not using celerity on that, so we've got until tick 12 for that to last. Great. Um, okay. Further question, is it personal force field, or is it the generic out-of-the-book force field? No, it's it's force field. It's not personal. So Because she, she, her whole thing was making shields for everybody. Yep. Okay, perfect. I'm a, I'm a support sure. character. Love it. Okay. All right, six. Anyone else? Mm-hmm. Then nope. it is also uh, the elfy-looking dude, Kyle. He's going to he's gonna take a simple action. Uh-oh. He's been burned. He's been shot. You see him taking a deep breath, point up into his point his mouth into the air and scream, Seven. It's a weird way to say Satan. <laughs> uh, eight. Nine. Okay, I get to go. Uh, first off, I'm just going to roll damage on old Kyle, uh, which is uh, 2d10s uh, to see if he gets burned. I got a dice that exploded. Nice. Twice. So 23 
30. He got 32 points of damage just from my fire that's still consuming him. Oh, wait, back up. I remember that was a simple action to hear him to scream, so he goes at 8, not 9. Okay. I apologize. So he's going to go first. I'm, we're going to keep that roll. Well, okay. there's a, there is a metric truckload of hurt waiting for him at 9. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically he's going to attack back, and since you set him on fire, he's going to attack you instead. Cool. I All think right. that's fair. <laughs> All right. Okay. So tell me if A, where's that other D10 I had in front of me? It's like they don't want me to hit you. That's for, Oh, there we go. All right. Does A, 15, uh, 20, t- damn, does a 30 hit you? Fuck yeah, it does. <laughs> All right. So we're going to roll damage. I should have done a devastating attack. I keep forgetting. Oh, well, you should have, but yeah, yeah he, but he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But, but you know, you didn't, bitch. You, didn't. you know, his 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 attribute oh. might explode. It didn't. How are you doing with three damage? <laughs> Fuck oh, you guys. Are you serious? Just three damage? He rolled a two and a, th- and a one. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's he, energy that's... damage. No. <laughs> it's energy damage. Nope, matters. I, I totally t- am fine. So then you take three stamina damage. Uh, so it's melee. So he actually does give me one damage. Because hmm? I only have a melee of two. It's not uh, melee. It's energy. He's oh, it attack. is. Yep. But I only have two. Okay. Then never mind. So yeah, yeah. He he kind of gets like my my nose to bleed a little bit. Well, yeah, s- well he has been shot. He's on fire. Like, ah! Yeah, yeah. He, uh, All right. he screams at me and I kind of get like... Uh, Torchlight kind of looks like he's going down, and the Torchlight raises his eyes, and like a little <laughs> bit of blood drips on his lip. Yep. And uh, he curls his lip and says, "Chestnuts roasting on open a fire, asshole!" And he snaps his finger, and the he the guy gets consumed with more fire as he gets thirty two levels of just fire. And so now, dam- okay, now damage you. Yeah. And no, no, that's damage. Oh, that, this oh, that is, was this damage. Is, yeah, I don't need to roll again for my okay. sustained. Now it's I like... get to actual tap. <laughs> <laughs> so he just gets a wound. Unless you want to try to see if. Oh he no, can no, soak. no, no, no! That was his third wound, right? Yeah. You see a burst of a pillar of flame, and he is scorched into nothing and topples to the ground. Cool. Uh, and then I'm going to spin around, and I can't shoot through the force field, Angela. You said correct. Is Shepard standing near me? Sure. How high is the sh- uh, force field? If it's a bubble around all of you. I oh, it's, it's, not, it's a, not so it's much not a bubble. It's not a full-on bubble. It is just okay. a wall. I'm going to say oh, it's, it's probably like an eight-foot-tall wall. Okay. So all right. That's fine. If you're on top okay. of someone else, yes, you can fire over it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to spin around as like this guy is consumed to fire. Grab the back of Shepard's metal out, like, you know, the, the neck guard and host myself up. And I'm going to slam down... Uh, fiery hell onto another reindeer uh, using a devastating attack. Of course, the shepherd's going, huh? And he's going to like throw me off. Get off me! Uh, does a 15 get me there? Yes. Oh, good, good, good. Uh, so I barely get it. So that was a devastating attack. Uh, does that just kill him or should I have, do I have to roll? If oh, you yeah. say- that was a devastating attack? You kill another reindeer. Yeah, it explodes and then I hop down. Um, and I say, okay, everybody, get ready. Uh, Heidi, get ready to drop your uh, force field. Once these once these things get there and, like, try to get through. Okay, so 10, 11. It's them. H- how many more are Just there? Just two left. 
There are two more reindeer? Yep. Okay, I go at 11 as well. Okay. So. You go first. Uh, I will wait until uh, Heidi lowers her force field, because putting two and two together, Shepard's really looking forward to a little comedy in this life. <laughs> okay, when do, your, when do you go? Uh, I go at 12. Okay, so they're going to still attack first. All right, so and they're going to attack. And who's in front? Definitely me. Yeah, okay. Shepard. <laughs> All right, let me go to their sheet. Why did they have to roll 11 for? They didn't even get to do anything. It's terrible. Okay, I mean, it almost was a crit. That would have been nice, but it's fine. It's great. It's fine. I'm not angry. What did that a. So that is a... We have different, different uh, opinions of what nice is. Because they rolled a 35. Jesus. Wow. Yo. They rolled really well. Uh, was it a 35? Yeah, because oh, 9, 0, and 8 on their dice. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they're no slouches, because that's, <laughs> yep. that's, that's pretty damn good. Yep, but now that's let's see good. if they get luck out with their attack. One sec. Five damage. No, wait, no, because there's two of them, so it's seven damage. <laughs> Does that uh, do anything to you, uh, Shepard? As these goes go, just slam against and just slip, slide down the force field. Well, let's, let's see. The force field is for how much again? Uh, six on top of your current armor. Okay, so just based on the, we're not going to get onto the armor thing because I'll, <laughs> I'll have to buff that shit out. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we're just going to go with no. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, twelve. And uh. Heidi drops the force field. Shepard, yeah. if you would like I to. Th- <laughs> and I think dropping your force field is just a simple action. I think you can actually go as well, Heidi. If you yes, I can, but well. I am allowing, since David is the one that pushed his action, I am going to be gracious and allow age before beauty. Yikes. I like it. Yikes. God damn. Not, y'all aren't invited over to my place for Thanksgiving. Fuck that. Um, all right. So I would like to attack something with uh, my axe now. Mm-hmm. And so that is my two dice plus my prowess. Always prowess. Prowess. Cool. Mosquito. Wait. Oh, that's a fucking baller roll. So that is eighteen twenty-six. Um. Thirty-one. Cool. Thirty-one. Wow. So this that... is just your. This is your basic attack. Yes, I got nine, nine, eight, plus right. a five on on Malik. So you okay. were doing a base. You weren't doing a de- devastating attack. I forgot to do a devastating attack. Okay. Roll damage. All right. That um, would be might might yeah. dice plus your axe dice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, all right, eight, eight, three. Not bad. So that's sixteen, nineteen damage. Um, yeah, that's 19 damage. Yep, and if it, and they don't get the roll, the, yeah, no, they, it, it's above. Yeah, it's above their. It's fortitude, and you basically axe slam down on the skull of another of these ranger zombies. And as actually, as you're slamming slowly, quickly slamming down, you get a chance to look at the forehead of that particular reindeer, and you see something scratched on his forehead. It's gonna make me feel bad. Dasher, son of a bitch! <laughs> Did we just kill the dentist elf? <laughs> <laughs> 
Did we? <laughs> did we just kill the guy whose fucking ideal life was not to be a magical creature, but to be a fucking dentist? Well, because good. <laughs> good. Fuck that guy. You know what? You know, that that guy taught an entire generation of kids to aim way too low with their dreams. Okay. So fuck that guy. So Heidi? And so there's one reindeer left? One reindeer left. All right, let's take our chances and do a devastating attack on that with the uh, energy blast. Yeah, no, it's like eight. Miss. All right. One. Do our, our little minions get to go at some point? Oh, I honestly completely forgot about them. <laughs> All right, so they, they try to attack at nine, 10, 11, 12. Oh, they also go at one. They go at one, so they go next. And they're going to just shoot at the reindeer. They're not that great, so we'll see how it goes. Wait, what? Stevens and Rubia aren't great at being backup? They didn't did a regular attack, and they hit. Yeah. That's to them. They're going to make it. I got, I got yep. a good feeling about these two. You know what? You never know. Uh, let's see here. Eight damage. A couple of shots ah. to the reindeer, but nothing. Oh, they tried, though. All they right. tried. And they, they were going at one? Hmm? They were going at one? Two. That's the reindeer. And the reindeer is going to do a devastating attack. Why not? We'll see what happens. Uh, still Shepard, because you're in front. Mm-hmm. And they're stupid zombies. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Let's see what happens. Whoop. Uh, does a... 22 hits you. How many are there? Just the Just one. Just one. Okay. Uh, yes, it does. Okay, let's roll damage. What's your avoidance? That's out of curiosity, Shepard. 20. Still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Still pretty good. All right. Let's see what happens. Uh, I'm going to see. That this is the attribute. And. Well, uh, does 10 go over your armor? Uh. 10 this total? Is 10 melee, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it does. How much? Uh, one. About you one take point. one stamina damage. Yep. I'm gonna have to buff that out. <laughs> All right, three. Uh, I get to go. Uh, okay. Torchlight, he's going to... Since uh, Shepard's in my way and I can't just s- set Shepard on fire... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, right uh, now you can. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be ripping out my uh, machete and I'm going to try to get it in the head. All right. Uh, 19. Definitely hits. Great. And I am going to... And that kills him. That's a devastating attack. Yeah, devastating attack. And as you finally kill that last reindeer, only give me perception test. And this one doesn't have the minus six. Oh my god. (laughs) I've been rolling the wrong die for D8. I'm actually not that... uh, I'm actually not that dumb. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh my god, you would not know it by this roll. Uh, Gonna go with the 12. Mm Mm-hmm. 23. Uh, 23. Not good. Uh, I don't know. 10. 10? It's, it's a pretty shitty roll. Yeah. All, you, all of you do notice, uh, because he's not trying to hide himself, above, about, uh, you would probably guess, four or five stories up, you see coming in through the storm, riding on, at first you thought it, was, it looks like some sort of cart, some red cart, but... You, 
you look at it and realize it's some sort of air vehicle, some sort of superhero-like air vehicle, but painted red with what looks like hastily pasted on wood on top of it. And you hear blaring speakers singing, Happy L A Merry Little Christmas. Oh, so it's not copyright infringement? Yeah, yeah, got it. And you see standing on top of this cart is a skinny z- zombie man, tall with like a raggedy, dirty, bloody beard, but with a raggedy red clothing and a red cap, and his hands are in the air. And with a 23, Heidi, you do know something strange. You see these sort of red substance coming out of his hands up into the air. And then you quickly notice as some of the snow that's falling down has a bit of red twinge on it. And with a 23, you realize something. The zombie is lacing the snow with its blood. It's infected blood. Telescopic lenses helping. It would be in everyone's best interest to avoid the the red-tinted snow. Why is that? He has infected it with his blood. Everybody get inside. Mm -hmm. And I turn and I'm looking like we're in like an alleyway. Is that right, Jesus? Is there a door or a window? Yes, I'm going to say yes. I'm kicking open that door and I'm screaming, everybody inside. And as you guys are, everyone is sitting inside, there's a massive blast. As you see a giant lightning bolt hit where you guys were. And, and you see the building shake as, a, as that front half you escaped into starts to crumple down. As we stumble away, uh, we take a deep breath and then we hear footsteps. And, and a torchlight looks up and mumbles, and up on the rooftop, I heard such a clatter. Thanks for listening to this episode from the Fandible Podcast Network. If you liked what you heard, please consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other network. And don't forget to share your favorite episodes with friends or on social media. Speaking of, you can connect with us on Twitter at Fandible. Find out more about us at Fandible.com and get early access to episodes and exclusive content at our Patreon.